Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Paul with K9 Connections. So uh, this morning, bear with me. This sounds a little different. I'm uh, walking right now in the middle of the desert with one of the dogs. And uh, I just wanted to record this. Do a little multitasking, you feel me? Today's Sunday, guys. If you didn't know, Sunday is the start of the new week. My pastor recently told me this, and it helped me shift my perspective because I always used to think Monday was the new start to the week, right? So he said, no, Sunday is the start to the week. To take it a step further, he said, he also said, today's the Lord's day, so we're going to start off right. And I was like, man, that's that's crazy. That's that's profound to me because I was always thinking Monday was the start of the new week. So when, you know, whether I'm being a fat boy, overindulging in unhealthy foods too much, which nothing against it. Sometimes it's okay, but everything in moderation, right? So, or if I'm doing one of my favorite things, I'm out at the river drinking beers, whatever. And not necessarily uh, um, the drinking beers part's not my favorite thing. I eat, although I do enjoy a nice cold beer. But uh, being out at the river, you know, hanging out in nature, usually got a dog or two with me, chilling in the water. It's it's therapeutic for me. It feels It feels so good, like... Just brings me a sense of peace and love. Something about nature, like just tap it in with nature more. It's uh it's a blessing. So, anyways, um I'm setting the I, I said all of that to say this. I'm starting off my week proper, getting some outdoor cardio in and recording this podcast. I'm setting the tone for the new week. Let's go. Alright, so on today's episode of Canine Connections, I'm going to talk about why I started Buckeye First Impression Frenchies, why I started breeding Frenchies. So I've been in the Frenchie game about four years. Let me tell you, it's been a long, tough four years. Fucking A. Taking a lot of losses. Learned a lot as well, though. And technically... Let me reframe that. Let me let me rewind. I've learned a lot of lessons because if you learn, it's not a loss. So I've been in the Frenchies about four years. The reason why I got into the Frenchies was two reasons. First was I wanted to preserve the Cane Corso breed and also preserve my bloodline. And I was doing Solidity Cane Corso full-time, you know. That was my main source of income. And so I always have, like, side hustles and stuff. Transporting people's dogs, watching people's dogs, getting pups cropped, whatever. But uh, that was my main source of income. And I realized I can't be as selective as I would like to. If that's my only or my main source of income. And what I mean by being selective is 
being selective on who gets a dog from me, what dogs I breed, you know, because when you're doing it for a living, you have to make at least enough to cover the cost of everything, right? That's the goal, at least, or the mentality. I feel like when you're a small business, you know, you're in the growing building stages. I, I reinvest very aggressively back into the business. I don't really live a lavish lifestyle. You know, on my birthday, I like to go to Mastro's. But, uh, you know, that's, I don't, I don't live a crazy life. I don't have a Gucci wallet or Gucci sandals. Although, maybe I need to get some because, man, these sandals these days, guys, suck. I got some Pumas because I love um, their boxers and socks. And these sandals suck, dude. Like, they lasted a few months. Now, granted, I do run my sandals through the ringer. But I'm like, bro, come on. Like, this, these didn't even last a year. I remember my Jordan sandals used to last forever. But even the Jordan, Jordan sandals suck now. They started just making everything so poorly and cheap, it seems like. And so my sandals don't last long. But then imagine if I bought some Gucci sandals and then they didn't last long either. Oh, I'll be so heated. I just can't see myself spending that much on a pair of sandals. I don't even know how much they cost, but it just seems a bit much. But hey, it is what it is. Like they say, the old saying, it ain't tricking if you got it, right? So I'm walking and Odin just sat down back there. He's like, bro, I need to take a break. So anyways, guys, back to the story at hand. So um, I, I got into Frenchie's. Because I wanted to be able to supplement my income with the Corsos. And then I wanted to be able to... The second reason I got into breeding Frenchies. I wanted to be able to uh, open myself up to another clientele that I was potentially missing with the Cane Corsos. Because I said this before, I'll say it again. Um, not everyone should have a Corso. And not everyone can handle having a Corso. So I wanted to get into the Frenchies so I can make that more of, <clears throat> make Solidity more of an exclusive thing and not just be, you know, my only source of income. So, oh, what's up, Odin? You decided to join me again, huh, bud? What's up, Odin? You taking a little break back there, old man? Odin's almost eight, so... He's like, bruh, I'm getting, getting old and tired. Me too, me too, Odin. So, uh, yeah, I got into Frenchies. Um, got my first female, Grace. And then, uh, basically, whenever I would have some extra money, I'd invest, you know, 3500 here, 5000 here. And then just kept on building and growing from there. And, uh... I remember I set a goal. I was like, man, I want to have like 10 uh, female Frenchies. And uh, now um, I got, I think, nine at the house. And then uh, I co-own co two were at Harold's. And then uh, got another one in northern Arizona. 
So yeah, now we got twelve. So I did. I did. Um, I'll, I'll be honest and transparent. I did have the ten females, but uh, unfortunately, um, I had uh, ran into some health issues with one female and uh had to get her put down so that was a that was a bummer and you know that's another thing about the frenchies i learned is is uh the importance of health testing and and uh really you know making sure you're getting a dog from healthy parents because oh man i ran into some issues and lost you know chunks of change because um, you know, it's, I, I was ignorant, to be honest, I, I didn't know about freaking <clears throat> what types of health testing or, you know, what they mean when they say, you know, four panel health clear, whatever. And from my understanding with the Frenchies, the four panel health clear is just like very basic, you know, there's more, uh, detailed ones that have more, um, they go into depth more on exactly what, you know, they test for and all the different things. So now I learned that lesson the hard way. And now, I'm, okay, I'm only buying Frenchies who, whose parents are fully health tested. But even then, guys, you never know. To be honest, you never know. Like, it's not a guarantee that the puppy won't have a health issue, but it definitely, I feel like, lowers the chances of that happening. So, that's uh, definitely, you know, worth it in, in my eyes. But, and also to tell you a little bit, to explain, dive in a little bit more on, uh, let me get some water. You know me, gotta stay hydrated, gotta be refreshed. <laughs> so, um, the reason why I chose Frenchies, and I'll be honest, I hated little dogs, you know, ever since I was little, I just never liked little dogs. They're just yappy, annoying, you know. And uh, the French Bulldogs, they, um, I remember meeting, like, I'm sure I've seen them before in person, but uh, I was at someone's house and I met their, their uh, Frenchie Mayo, Maito, and uh, I, I was like, man, that's a cool dog, like, the way that he carried himself like his demeanor it was like he was a little dog but he acted like a big dog like he walked around like I'm the man like <laughs> he had this like certain type of uh swagger if you will and confidence and I was like man that's like not uh you know that's like not most little dogs that are like kind of skittish and like 
aggressive and barking all the time, you know, like chihuahuas or dachshunds or pomeranians are very yappy, you know. And uh, I was like, man, I think I think I could deal with those little dogs. And now, fast forward four years, I'm like, damn, that kind of trait is uh, can be that confidence, you know, like arrogant almost personality some of the Frenchies can have. That can be a pain in the ass because then they can think, they can really genuinely think that way. And then um, they, uh, you know, can get into start scuffles with bigger dogs. Like people always ask me, oh, how are your Cane Corsos with the Frenchies? I'm like, they're fine. It's the Frenchies you got to watch out for. They just, they're very high strung and uh, they can be a possessive over, you know, resources or toys they're very driven um and then that confidence can almost turn into arrogance with them because they have this false sense of reality in their head and they're just like so driven they're gonna go after it no matter what and uh it's it's definitely you gotta watch out for that so I only let out the Frenchies with a select few of my Corsos because um, I want to make sure that, you know, nothing happens to the Frenchies because they can start, you know, start some stuff and open up a can of worms that they're not prepared to deal with. But in their mind, they're just so driven and stuck on whatever they're focusing on. They don't. They don't care. So, <clears throat> and now, <clears throat> sorry guys, I gotta call my doctor and get some medicine. Stem cough is not going away. Mucinex is like, well, the cough's gone away. It's gotten better, but I still have like a sore throat. But uh, yeah. So, and nowadays with the Frenchies, um. They're becoming so popular, like the AKC just named them the most popular breed, I think, this past year, uh, 2023. So now they're becoming more popular. And then another thing, too, is uh, as they become more popular, there's been a lot of, you know, theft going on. So um, I always tell everyone, you know, be careful. Don't make yourself a target. You know, don't walk around unarmed with, you know, your $10,000, $20,000 Frenchie. And even if it's not that much, you know, people are stealing, you know, a few thousand dollar Frenchies. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a Frenchie, they'll steal it. So, you know, be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware, you know, if you're walking through, you know, a rough part of town, don't maybe... Don't take your Frenchie if you're by yourself and you don't have a firearm with you, you know? Like, be be prepared and and be vigilant because even in air, like, it, it's a lot worse in California, the Frenchie thefts, but uh, it's, uh, it's even, you know, bad in Arizona 
And recently, a few months ago, I uh, heard a story about a breeder and he got, um, they robbed his house and stole like 10 adult Frenchies and then um, two litters of Frenchies that he had. And it's like, man, like, it's, it's scary, man. Like, it's, it's like, wow, like, people are robbing breeders' houses now, like, that's crazy, it's, uh, wild times we live in, so, you know, that's my advice, like, just be cautious, and, and, uh, take safety precautions, you know, maybe if you're going to, um, like me, for example, if you're going to Dutch Bros, right, um, take a video or whatever of your Frenchie or your dog enjoying a pup cup, but then don't post it till you're already gone, you know, like, that's the kind of stuff I do, so, but, you know, people are like, oh, Paul's here, and then it's like, I was there, (laughs) I'm actually not anymore, but thanks, because you never know, like, with social media nowadays, like, everyone's, like, constantly posting, like, oh, I'm Paul Hull, and I'm here eating at Chick-fil-A, and here's the location, and it's, like, we're, like, setting ourselves up to be victims, you know, by posting, like, every single thing you do on social media, so I'll tell you a quick story, and then we'll wrap this one up. I'm almost done with my cardio, but uh, I had a client. They went to um, a dog event, right, and it was, like, this like massive and it was in the valley in Arizona and uh I think she said it was Tempe or Gilbert or Chandler or something something like that right and a big city in Arizona and they had this massive dog party basically is what they called it and there was even a section that was uh specifically like a part not a section, but, like, a part of the day was scheduled for Frenchies, right? Like, it was, like, a Frenchie meetup. And my client, she got a beautiful blue Merle female Frenchie for me. And she's not a breeder. She just wanted her as a pet. And as a matter of fact, she's fixed already. But, um, so she got her, and uh, she took her to this event, and... Um, she said she was getting, you know, a lot of questions and love about the Frenchie and la, 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 but she said there was this one guy and he was like stalking her, like following her around and he kept on asking her questions and he's like, wow, she's so beautiful. You know, when are you going to breed her? blah, 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 and he was, like, following my client around, you know, looking and asking all these questions and taking pictures and stuff like that, and uh, finally, my client, thankfully, she's vigilant and aware of her surroundings, um, you know, she was catching, she's catching on to this weirdo, and so she told him, like, oh, she's fixed, I'm not breeding her, and sure enough, this person stopped following her at that point. So, like, literally, like, 
they were scoping her out, I think, to, you know, steal her Frenchie. She was a, a single woman. Well, she's not single, but she's married. She was a she's a single woman at the event. At least it was just her or maybe it was her and her son, something like that. But, you know, there was like not a man around or so I don't know. Maybe this person thought like, hey, you know, oh, that's easy, easy target, easy pickings. We just fucking knock her out, take the dog. Like, people are savages, guys. There's there's bad people out there. So stay vigilant, stay safe. Um, That's the story of why I got into Frenchies. I wanted to, you know, enable myself to be more selective on my breeding program for solidity. And then also, I wanted to open myself up to another market of clients because... Basically, I think I I never finished saying that. I got distracted. Sorry. But uh, basically, I wanted to, because any, anyone, not anyone, but most people, majority of people can handle a Frenchie. So if I'm breeding Frenchies and selling Frenchies, they can, you know, someone that lives in an apartment can have a Frenchie versus someone who lives in an apartment can't have a Corso. Or maybe they can, but they probably shouldn't, in my opinion. I don't know. Unless they're just, like, super active, taking the dog out all the time. I don't know. But, you know, so maybe an older, more frail person, fragile person, um, couldn't couldn't handle a Corso, but they can handle a Frenchie. Plus, and this just randomly happened. I didn't even plan this. But it's like Frenchies and Corsos are becoming a pretty popular pretty popular pairing so it's something i'm passionate about i'm passionate about the frenchies i I got love for them even though they're painting my ass from time to time (laughs) i I do love them sorry guys i'm getting back to the neighborhood the neighbors got a bunch of dogs and they're going ham but yeah so that's the episode of why i started buckeye first impression frenchies it's been a couple days since i recorded an episode guys um, my apologies. I have my niece and nephew in town visiting. Um, well, they live in town, but at my house this past weekend. So just been trying to hang out with them, focus on them, do some fun stuff with them while they're here for the weekend. So I haven't recorded an episode, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and record at least one or a few episodes, um, each week. I'm excited. Been talking to some breeders, some trainers, um, some dog lovers, some clients that want to be on the podcast. So, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be dropping a, dropping an episode, um, with, with some guests real soon as well. So that'll be exciting. Um, thanks again, guys, for listening. Thanks for all the feedback. I've been getting a ton of feedback and, uh, right now the goal I'm trying to hit is, a hundred listeners is what they call it on Spotify. Get a hundred listeners, then they said something about being able to monetize and advertise. So I want to see what that's about. So I think right now we're at twenty something listeners on Spotify. We've had more plays than that, but um, listeners. I don't know if that means you have to like subscribe or something like that. But uh, yeah, I'm grateful for all of your guys' support and feedback and uh 
Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, Sunday is the first day of the week. Let's set this let's set the tone for the week. Y'all have a good day. Peace.